Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, to Blog Talk Radio, let's talk. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there today? Hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah, buddy. We got a show for you today. And uh, I hope you are ready, 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 man, because we got some stuff to talk about today. Oh, boy, do we have some stuff to talk about. So I hope y'all are ready because we're going to have us some fun. We are going to have us some fun, fun, fun. In fact, we're going to have so much fun today. I I, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to to, um, uh, um, just, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to, I'm so excited right now. I don't know what I'm going to do about the show today because we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We have uh, uh, just a whole lot of interesting items to talk about today. Uh, and, uh, you know, the question is, <laughs> it seems that everything today is either my way or no way. That's it. That's it. My way or no way. And that's all it's going to be. Ah. So yeah, I, I am ready. I'm ready. Uh, T Ross will be here with us in a minute, to uh, so we can go ahead and um, get the Black History person done. We got song of the day. We take you back a little bit old school. Uh, we got our inspirational saying, and then of course we have our normal everyday chatter and notes and all kind of stuff going on today, man. I, I I'm so excited. I barely can talk. Um, <laughs> that's right. Today is no way is my way day. That's what today is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
Whew, it's it's been a, a trying morning. It has. Um. Also, um, once again, we're having issues with the chat room, so the chat room will not be open. So I do apologize. I work on that this weekend sometime and see what's going on with that. Uh, why we can't get that open here the last couple of shows. But other than that, everything is peachy keen. We're cool. It's a nice, cool 92 degrees outside where I am. <laughs> How can 92 degrees be cool, right? <laughs> you ain't never been over in the desert. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we're ready, man. We got a couple of clips for you today. Uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, the 30-year-old Michael Rotondo, you know, who, who don't want to leave his parents' house. <laughs> we got a little stuff for that for you. Uh, NFL uh, National Anthem protest, you know, this, the, the rule the NFL came out with earlier this week. We're going to talk a little bit about that, plus a little this and a little that. You know you know how we do here. We, we, we just flow, let it flow. And you can't beat that, right? You can't beat that. Oh, and, yeah, let's not forget about this sonic boom thing that's going on, sonic attacks, as they're being called right now, that nobody seems to be able to um, come up with. <laughs> yeah, so we, 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 got it, we got it going on. Um, this just flew over my over my, my, my phone here. Since the White House is aiming to roll out a proposal that would seek to make permanent a series of tax cuts for individuals offered by last year's tax cuts and jobs act in the coming months. Hmm. Uh, let's see. It says, uh, who is this? Mark Short. White House Director of Legislative Affairs said his team has been working with the White House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Kevin Brady and the Senate Finance Committee on the proposal. Okay, all right, and is hoping to unveil the plan towards the end of the summer. The signal tax measure passed by Republicans in December slashed the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21% and cuts and cut tax cuts for individuals for eight years. All right, so we, we'll see what, what, what's going to happen with that. Remember, you heard it here first, all right, here on Let's Talk. All right, so with that being said, it's time to wrap up the energy level here and get started on today's show because I'm feeling it right now. I am. I am feeling it. All right, now, let me tell you how you be a part of the show. The easiest way and one of the few two ways today is you can call me. That's all you can do. Call me 347-838-8622. Press one on your keypad. Let me know you want to contribute to the conversation, or you know, and uh, we'll bring you in and hear what you have to say. Or you can email me at Eric Let's Talk E R I C L E T S T A L K at gmail.com, or you can email my co-host. P.Leona.Ross24 at gmail.com. Okay? So those are all the ways you, you, you can participate on the show today. As I mentioned before, I do apologize that, um, you know, the chat room is not open. Uh, I don't know what's, what the problem is, but we will figure it out um, here shortly. Okay? So with that being said, 
<laughs> With that being said, let me go home and pray. Go ahead and bring someone in. Y'all haven't heard in about a week or two. And, uh, you know, I always say this lady here, she cleans up. She makes what I say sound so professional, you know, and cleans up my, my, my bottom line way of talking. I guess that's the only way I can say it. I mean, let's be honest. I just I let it come out. <laughs> and she cleans it up for me. So it, 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 we work in tandem there, so it's, it, it makes it sound pretty good if I say nothing else. But without further ado, here's my co-host, the one, the only, P. Ross in the house. P., what's going on? How are you doing? Talk to me. Hey, I can talk today. I'm doing great. I had a lot of to say last week, and I couldn't type fast enough to say it. So this week, I got to make up. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, she got to make up. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm I'm not even gonna ask what you got to make up for, but okay. <laughs> oh, that that's that's loaded right there. That that that's that's a loaded statement. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm sure I'll find out here eventually. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, any thoughts on what we got planned for today? That's sure wise. Well, of course. You know, I always do, you know, especially with this Morgan Freeman thing. You know, is this going to be another black man bites us? I mean, y'all used to people flirting with you. What's wrong? Why do y'all have to wait three and four years later to be offended? Come on now. Is this, is this a new syndrome called lateness, you know, latent offense syndrome? You know, it, it don't have, you don't really don't feel no way until two to three years later. It's so funny you say that because I know I was watching one clip earlier where he was talking to this lady out of Chicago, black young lady, and he was giving her all these, I viewed them as compliments, you know, and she was just giggling and, oh, thank you, you know, a single woman wanted to hear that, and now all of a sudden she complaining about what he said during that, that, that interview. That is exactly what I'm talking about. You are all flattered during the time that all of this attention is paid to you until after a while, you know, you you don't need a famous somebody because now you got, I guess, a name of your own, and now you, you're coming with this, this, oh, well, I was offended. I feel like I was sexually harassed. Really? Really? Y'all need to stop the lies. Just stop the lies. Stop the lies. No, you feel like no, this is your season to try to get your 15, a new 15 minutes of fame because maybe your career ain't going like it needed to go or what have you, and now you all offended. Man, that old man ain't the first person to try to lift your skirt. Shut the hell up. You know, I'll just say, but mm. we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, you know. Please, we know what's in Hollywood, and we know what's been there, and we know what most of you people had to do to get where you are. So quit lying. Tell it like it is. <laughs> Tell it like it is. See? And that's a woman talking, y'all. That's not me talking. That's a woman talking. So, see? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, okay. All right. And then we got this thirty-year-old millennial, millennial 
uh, that want to don't want to leave his parents' house. Man, I tell you, this is that has to be one of the funniest things. And, and, and I'm gonna play a clip with him talking, and he seems like he kind of special. He really does. But <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin it for you. And uh, you know, we got the, some background on him as well. So it, it, it's man, we we got some stuff to talk about here today, and we're gonna have some fun. We really are. You know, as I mentioned before, don't forget about the NFL, NFL owners and this sonic attack that supposedly is going on. Ah, anyway, because <laughs> I've been got started to got to do whatever the other stuff we our normal show do. So, all right, Pete, let's get it started. Let's get some music going here, you know, because music makes you smile no matter where you are. All right? So, we taking it back a little bit for you, man. I mean, we taking it back, and we going to, you know, something that's going to have you going, oh, man, I ain't heard that in a long time. That's right, because we got the spinners coming for you. And after the spinners, we got the OJs, because, yeah, we rocking today. All right? So without further ado, y'all, here's your, the first of your two songs of the day, one of a kind love affair, the spinners. Enjoy it, baby. I'll see y'all in a few.
a mighty, mighty old church and love train. <laughs> Told y'all I was going to take you back a little bit. Yeah. You ever know the songs back that day wasn't that long? Two, three minutes at the most, and they done. They they through. They good. Now, today you got songs like five, six minutes, and they're not saying nothing. <laughs> but that's the way music is. You know, what, what can we say about that, right? Woo! I know I enjoyed those two. What about you, P? You like them two songs right there? I know you did. Yeah, I know. Well, then, because, you know, you still have to say it. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. All right. Oh, anyway. Welcome to Back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I got my co-host, P. Ross, riding with me, and we're doing good today, man. I tell you, it's a wonderful day. Uh, the chat room is now open, so if you want to hang out in the chat room a little bit, it's uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk, all right? And that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, that's a good thing. Um. So, yeah, let me tell y'all a little something here. You know, sometimes I think as human beings, we just lose our minds. We really do. We lose our minds. And I I don't know why we do it, but we do. And maybe it's a healthy thing to lose your mind every now and then because I think if you say what? Really? Say what? Really? Yeah, really. It's a healthy yeah. thing to lose your Not for me. Yeah, it's a healthy thing to lose your mind. You know, because yeah, sometimes you have all that stuff. Yeah, because you have all that stuff bottled up in you, and, and you don't know what to do, and you just be like, ah, I'm going to lose it. Okay. And then you just let it go, and bam. bam well, it, good it, depends, it depends on 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 how you let it go. Oh, that's what it is? Okay, yeah. maybe that's what I need to say. It, it depends mm-hmm. on how you let it go. It definitely okay. so. Well, I'll, I'll... But how you let it go okay. might end you up in prison for some folks. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, see, I wouldn't talk about that kind of bad, bad let it go. You know. <laughs> That's good, though. That's good. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay. Anyway. You remember that song, you know, y'all so, gonna make me lose? You remember that song back to the day? What? Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up oh, yeah. in here. Um, yeah. 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 Now, that kind of way is okay. I remember okay. that song. Yeah. That kind of way is okay? Yeah. Yeah, that okay. kind of way is okay. Mhm. Okay. I, I can't argue with that. Uh, I cannot. <laughs> uh, but still, sometimes it's good to lose your mind. That's all I'm going to say. In a good way. All right? I'm not saying trying to lose your mind and, and do some other crazy stuff. But anyway, uh, yeah. Because I know that's what I was going to say, so uh, I'm moving on. <laughs> All right. So, 
it's about that sad time, y'all. You know, every every show we do a Black History moment person, and uh, we got another one coming to you right now. Of course, you know that's that's co-host job right there. That's what she 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 she's good at. So I let her have it. So without further ado, time for the gong. Ready. And here's P. Ross with the Black History moment. Go for it. I told you I'd get something for you. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpapa. Anyway, the, uh, today we ha- actually have a list of American, of African Americans rather than one. You know, by this weekend being Memorial Day, I thought this would be a, a, a good way to, to honor some people. This is a list of African-American Medal of Honor recipients. And just a, a little history on the Medal of Honor. It was created during the American Civil War and is the highest military decoration presented by the United States government to members of his armed forces. Recipients must have distinguished themselves at the risk of their own life above and beyond the call of duty in action against an enemy of the United States. Because of the nature of this medal, it is commonly presented posthumously, which means after they were dead. Now, this is the fact. Of the 3,470 medals of honor awarded as of June 2015, only 90 have been awarded to 89 different African-American recipients. Again, let me say that again, because y'all shaking your heads, I know. Of the 3,470 medals of honor awarded as of June 2015, 90 have been awarded to 89 different American African-American recipients. Two to Robert Augustus Sweetis is the only one of the 19 men and the only African-American to have been awarded two Medals of Honor. A 1993 commissioned by the United States Army investigated racial discrimination in the awarding of medals. At that time, no Medals of Honor had been awarded to black soldiers. Again, this is in 1993, y'all. Okay, no medals of honor had been awarded to black soldiers who served in World War II. After an exhaustive review of the files, the study recommended that several black distinguished service cross recipients be upgraded to the Medal of Honor. So on January 13, 1997, President Bill Clinton awarded the medal to seven African-American World War II veterans. Of these, only Vernon Baker was still alive. On March 18, 2014, a review of 23 other citations of Hispanic and Jewish soldiers that may have been passed over for the Medal of Honor due to their race or religion, former Special Forces soldier Melvin Morris, an African-American, was to be included in the review in order to allow his Distinguished Service Cross Medal, which is the which is the United States Army's second highest award for combat valor, to be upgraded to the Medal of Honor, <laughs> the nation's highest decoration for courage in combat. So, there were 25 African Americans who earned the Medal of Honor during the American Civil War including several sailors of the Union Army. 
15 soldiers of the United States Colored Troops and three soldiers of other Army units. 14 African-American men earned the medal of Medal for Actions in the Battle of Chapin's Farm, where a division of U.S. colored troops saw heavy action. Another four, all sailors, earned their medals at the Battle of Mobile Bay. William Harvey Carney was the first African-American to perform an action for which a Medal of Honor was awarded. But Robert Blake was the first to actually receive the medal. Blake was on, was, it wasn't issued until 1864. Carney did not receive his until 1900. It was common for Civil War Medals of Honor to be awarded decades after the conflict ended. In one case, Andrew Jackson Smith's medal was not awarded until 2001, 137 years after the action in which he earned it. Smith's weight caused by a missing battle report is the longest delay of the award for any recipient. African American or otherwise, and that's just some of the names that uh, were received award. If you want to know more, look it up on the internet, and they will give you all eighty nine names. And that's your Black History moment for today. All right. Let me you know, look. The, the black guy, the black guy that was at Pearl Harbor. You know, I'm man, looking. Uh, he was a cook. Yeah, he was a cook, and he manned the machine yeah. gun during the attack at Pearl Harbor. You know, actually, um, if you watch the movie Pearl Harbor, you know they have this character in that 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 is supposed to be Doris. I think his name was Doris Miller. Yeah, and he manned the, the machine gun and shot down quite a number of uh, uh, planes before he lost his life. So I was just wondering. You know, did he did, did he receive one as well? Hmm. Just an interesting thought. Huh? Yeah. But if you find Yeah. But if you find them, okay. <laughs> if not, okay. Understand. All right. So while while my team uh wordologist looks for um, that information, uh let's move on to some other things here. Uh
2017 and April of 2018, which was what last month, basically that's the time frame this happened in China. In China, um, as I mentioned before, American diplomats in Cuba reported similar experiences. You know, at least 24 people, 24 people, diplomats and family members reported having the same thing. Um, this one in China, however, ended up having to come back to the United States for a clinical evaluation. Now, <clears throat> I wonder did you catch that word right there? It said clinical evaluation. It did not say for a health check. It did not say to see a doctor. It said clinical evaluation. And he was diagnosed with mild traumatic brain injury. All right? The same type that could be caused by a injury or a military, a head injury or a military blast. Now, the reason why I bring up this, that, that key word, clinical evaluation, because this is not the first time that such things have been, been going on, okay? Actually, there was a book written in 1957 by A.R. Rands, uh, and it was a novel called Atlas Shrugs, Atlas Shrugs, okay? And basically what happened was the Federal Science Institute created a weapon, a mass destruction, which deployed sonic waves, all right, which basically, you know, caused people to become disoriented, have pressure, and just go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I, I guess, basically. Now, that's what the book was. Now, if you turn to 2001, residents of a city called Kokomo, Indiana, begin re re reporting similar symptoms, okay, annoyance, sleep different, disturbance, headaches, and nausea. Now, once again, that was supposed to be evaluated by Mr. Smith, okay, and, uh, and you know, nothing was ever said or, or happened about that, okay. Um, now, for this to come back again, it's Cuba first, and then turn around and you hear the same thing in China. And then the person in China has to come back to the States and be clinically, for clinical evaluation. Now, if you're feeling bad and you're feeling sick because you got fatigue, apathy, hearing loss, confusion, disorientation, what does that tell you? I don't need to be clinically evaluated. I need to go and see a doctor. But they sent this cat back for clinical evaluation. That is some of the weirdest stuff. And it kind of makes you think, is there some type of, you know, involuntary experiment going on that they don't want anybody to know about? And what's a better place to do it than overseas in countries that you have beef with anyway? Right? Think about this. Let's put this together here. All right? Now, it happened in 2001, and nothing really came about that. You know, like, okay, we're we going to investigate. Y'all know how it goes. We're going to investigate. Um, it, 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 it's, it's interesting that this is going on like this. And this is what, <laughs> this is how Mr. Smith explained these sonic attacks. The sophistication of the attack has led us, has led officials to suspect a third country third country is involved, okay? Perhaps, perhaps, okay, perhaps 
seeking perhaps seeking payback, seeking payback against the United States and Canada, or to drive a wedge between those countries and Cuba, raising the possibility of operations from. Now check out the list of countries. I want y'all to really pay attention to this. Check out the list of countries that they have said could possibly have done that. Russia, China, North Korea, Venezuela, and Iran. Y'all get those. Now, each one of these countries, if you haven't been paying attention, Mr. Smith got a beef with right now. Okay? So why not let's blame them for the experiment that we're doing on our own people to see what effect they'll have. Right? Right. Let's also not forget that there is a history of Mr. Smith doing what? Experimenting on his own. All right? So, <laughs> so you know, it's interesting that now they're bringing out this thing about sonic, sonic attacks. Also, Remember when you had the Ferguson riots, the riots in Baltimore, and a couple of other places across the country, they had the, the, the MRAD out there with the big sound cannons on top of it. I know y'all probably didn't pay attention to this. And they shoot sound waves out to, to help that, that supposedly dis, disorient people and just make them disperse. So there is a track record or evidence that this is just more than a quote-unquote third country involvement. Okay? I just want y'all to understand this and, and, and get a grip on what's really going on. And the reason why I'm saying this is because we we so caught up in, in, in 45 doing his craziness and back and forth with North Korea, whatever, and you see what's happening right here, right under our nose. Sonic attack being used as experiments against our own people. And I'm sure that the experiment on us is to lead to eventually trying to use it on, quote-unquote, our, of those that may cause harm to this great country. <laughs> so, be, 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 you know, understand that there's more to these sonic attacks than what you're being led on. Okay? Uh, because it, it is more, it, is, it looks like we we back into the 50s and the 60s with this experimentation that we're not supposed to know anything about. You know, um, I, 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 I try and stay away as much as I can from the conspiracy theories right here. However, this is more than a conspiracy theory. There's a track record. Now, how many of you know uh, there was a, a town called Kokomo, Indiana, where residents were reporting the same type of symptoms that these individuals here are, 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 are reporting? You know, buzzing sounds, grinding sounds like grinding milk, piercing screams, squeals, humming. You know, stuff that just disorients you, you know, mess up your hearing and stuff like that. You know, and they all went on to say the sounds were often associated with pressure-like or vibrating sensory stimuli, like air baffling inside a car with the windows partially rolled down. 
Now, I don't know how many of y'all have ever done this. I know I, when, it, when I read that part, I was like, yeah, I, I'm with you right there. Because you can let your windows, the back windows down in your car and keep your front windows up. And if you get to a certain speed, it's like a boop, 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 boop sound that comes through those back windows. It's very ignoring. It, it, uh, it's very, very bothersome. It, it really is. To the point to where you just let the back windows up let or let the front windows down or just say screw it and turn your air on. So when they said that, I understand exactly what they're talking about. Now, if you don't know how have any idea, next time you get in your automobile, try. Try. And you hear this sound that is very annoying. Very, very annoying. And yes, I can see how it would drive you to just stop because it drives it makes me roll up my windows. Okay, so, you know, with that being said, I can see this. I, I can see this as something that's really, really going on. You know, when Rex Tillerson, Tillerson was the Secretary of State or whatever he was, he called the Cuban incident health attacks. That's what he called it, health attacks. You know, a sonic attack is a health attack. And, of course, you have some Canadian diplomats, uh, also reported, you know, similar symptoms when they were living in um, Cuban housing as well. So th there's, there's something interesting going on here, and we're going to keep following this because I, I think there's more to this, and we see it every day when they had bring out the, the MRAT and the, the, the riot controls with the big sound cannons, but we, we don't put two and two together, three or four or five and six. Well, here it is for y'all right now. Bam. It's being put together. So that you have to do is pay attention. Okay? Uh, yeah. This is this is very interesting. Very interesting. But as I said, we're gonna keep keep um track of that. No, right now there's not much more being said about it, of course not, but we'll we'll find out. We'll find out what's really going on. But let's get to some other things here. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get to some other things because I got a lot. But before I go any further, let me tell you, chat room is open. If you want to go in the chat room, I'll be um, typing some things in there off and on, and I'm sure the co-host being there doing the same. Uh, also, if you want to comment on anything, 347-831-8622 is the number. Press 1 on your keypad. Let me know you want to come in and, and comment on something we talked about. I got you. And we can have that conversation. Okay? Uh, and email is ericletstalk at gmail.com, E-R-I-C-L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K at gmail.com. Shoot me an email if you want to comment on something. You know, you may be at work and you can't really type on your computer, what have you. So, you know, just shoot me an email let me know. And we we be good, all right. And I can make your comment for you, <laughs> all right. So yeah, isn't that wonderful how how technology just helps you out a lot of times, huh? That that is a great thing. That is a great thing. <laughs> oh man, because we just have so much going on. Um. Before I go any further, let me see if my 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 esteemed co-host has anything to add on about the um, sonic attack. Uh, 
Pete, where you at? You got anything you want to add to the Sonic Attack before I move on to the next juicy stuff? I know you're somewhere right now. I can hear you breathing. Talk to me, child. Okay, I guess not. All right, so moving right along. Um, <laughs> let's talk about this young, but this, he's not a young man, but this 30-year-old grown man that had his parents had to take him to court. His parents had to take him to court, y'all, to make him move out of their house. Now, I know you've all heard about it because it's been all over the news lately. And um, I got a clip with him talking, trying to explain, you know, what he really wanted to do or what he was trying to do. But I got some background information as well because I started thinking about it. Why is he living in his parents' house? Why hasn't he got a job? I mean, what what is really going on with this cat? They kept mentioning some child. When did this child come about? You know, why did he lose custody of the child? Well, I got a little background noise for you. Okay, the guy name is Michael Rotondo. And um, apparently he studied engineering in college, but he dropped out of college because he couldn't handle the math. Okay, he couldn't handle the math. Now, how did he get in an engineering um, uh, school without being in the hands of the math? I don't know. But something happened. Something happened, and he had to leave school. Okay? Now, in between him being in college and moving back in his parents' home, he lived, I guess, with his ex-wife or girlfriend, and they had a son together. Okay? Okay? And somewhere in between, I guess they broke up, him and his son moved back in with his parents. So he's 39. They're going through that. They say eight years. So he was, what, say around 22, 21, 22 years old. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right. You just getting out of college. You had a bad breakup. You got a child. Okay, yeah, come on. You know, come on home. You know, what grandparent would say that? Because they're not really caring for this. For the the, the the child himself, they care for the grandchild. Because if you got a grandchild, you know they got your heart and you love your grandchildren to death, and you don't want anything bad to happen, even though they do have dead Pete parents. Okay, let's be honest about that, right? Right. So anyway, in between that, he moved back home with his child. Uh, one of his claims was that he has never been asked to help out around the house or pay any bills. Uh, excuse me, you living in your parents' home. You're a grown freaking man. Why do your parents have to ask you? Why do they have to ask you to chip in on bills? Why do they have to ask you to help out around the house? I mean, if you've seen a picture of this guy, he's not a small guy. So you know he's eating some groceries, right? <laughs> but, of course, the claim was, you know, he bought his own food. And he washed his own clothes, but that's beside still sucking up air and heat and light and the boob tube and all that good stuff. So you could have kicked out something, dude. Um, he said he was too busy to get a job because he was engaged in a custody battle with his ex. All right, now, <laughs> woo! Now this is this is where it kind of goes. He goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because he, if some kind of way, he lost the, the custody battle. And he said he was a good father. He took his son fishing. He took his son skiing. 
I mean, how old is this child? You gonna take the skin? But you don't have a job, but you can go skin fishing. I can understand fishing. Hey, you go out the yard, dig up some worms, and go fishing. But skiing, that takes equipment. You know, and depending on where he's going skiing, that that takes some travel, some money, some lodging, as they like to say, somewhere to stay, right? Anyway, now one of the reasons he said he he didn't have a job was. He feared getting a job because it would jeopardize his efforts to get the state to pay his legal bills. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry, his legal legal fees. His legal fees. <laughs> now, I know the first thing I was like, what legal fees? Well, apparently, this guy is suing Best Buy for $340,000 in damages and court costs because... He was fired because he refused to work on Saturday, which was the day he was supposed to spend with his child. Ah, do you give him a little sympathy for that? Ah, I don't know. I don't know if I would give him any sympathy for that because, hey, you still got to work, dude. You know, now he may have one of those baby mamas, you know, that was just strict. You know, you're supposed to see him on Saturday, and that's the only time he can see him. Fine. But my question is, during your uh, uh, interview time with the employer, did you not bring this up and and let them know that, look, I may need Saturdays off because, you know, I have a court order and I have to see my – that's the only time I get to see my child. You know, and I'm sure – a lot of companies, most companies, you know, depends on who the supervisor is because, you know, you got supervisors out there that suck. Let's be honest. That we probably say, okay, okay, we'll do what we can to help you. You know, but does that still give him the right to refuse to work on Saturdays? I don't know. I don't know what you got to you think about this. Anyway, <clears throat> so that's why he said he couldn't get another job because he was afraid that he was going to be made to pay court costs. Of course, you know, only time you made to pay court costs or whatever is usually when you lose a case, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> here's the interesting part. The parents, the parents got so fed up with this cat that they offered him money to fix his broken-down car in the yard and find a place to live. They offered that. $1,100. All right, he was given a notice on February the 2nd, and he was told he had 14 days to vacate, and he will not be allowed to come back. So this time they're saying, once you go, you go. Don't come back up in here. Okay? Uh, when they went in front of the judge um, here the 22nd, a couple of days ago, he told the judge that his parents failed to give him reason, any reason why they wanted him out and demanded another six months at the house to stay at the house with his parents. <laughs> the goal of this guy, really? Really? It's interesting. Now, here's something else. Uh-huh. Well, here's something else that, that's very, very interesting about this case that you really didn't hear about. Is the parents are also engaged in a custody battle over visitation rights with their grandson, who lives with the mother. 
So that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. The only reason why he probably was being allowed to stay there because he had his grandson. They, he had their grandson with him. Okay? Now, it's a question, and it's a big question out there. What happened with the situation between his his ex, the child, parents, to where he lost custody of, the, of his son? I don't know. It didn't say that. But anyway, <clears throat> the bottom line was the judge ruled that uh, he, had to, he had a week to be out of his parents' house. A week, which is June the 1st. Okay? Um, <laughs> some other things were, um, what is it? Uh, they, they, they told him there are some jobs available, even for those with poor work history like you. Get one. You have to work. Um, he refused to speak directly to his parents in court. Um, he also went on told reporters he, he isn't ready to get out of his parents' house. Um, he said he supports himself with his business. My business is my business, which basically meant he was selling a little thing, doing a little odds and ends stuff. But uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's something that just popped up. The 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 restaurant, the Villa Italian Italian Kitchen, is actually offering this dude a job, and eleven hundred one dollars. And the note went, hey, dude, we are offering you a store-level gig complete with extensive training to get you up to speed at any of our 250 locations worldwide. Consider the $1,101 a signing bonus. We got you, bud, because they say they know um, life out here for a millennial is hard. So they're going to take care of this millennial. Now, the question is, is he going to take it or not? You know, I don't know. He may feel that it's going to interrupt his um, court case. It's going to interrupt his court case with suing Best Buy. I think he probably just lost that case anyway. But, P, you was trying to say something. I'm sorry. You know I got rolling. Go ahead. I don't know. You're fine. Um, um, the, the crazy part about it is that when he was in court, his defense was that he tried to use was a common law requirement of six months' notice to put him out. Y'all got married, fool. That's your parents. What is you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he needed six months. Of course, he's been there eight years, so, you know, another six I months wasn't going to really matter. Really? <laughs> the six months wasn't even going to matter, even if you tried to use that. Those are your parents. That's not a roommate. That's not a buddy. That's not a friend. And you've been there eight whole years. It's time eight for you to go. Years. It's been time for you to go. Right. What are you doing? Been what time. are you doing? Your life, your life is a mess. It's the way it is because you made it that way for your refusal to take responsibility for the decisions that you made. Hmm. That's you know, it, it, it's not your parents' fault. It's yours. You grown. You know your parents can't be expected. You know, in 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 their senior age, to continue to support you. And you thirty, and you're doing nothing for them. 
any different if they was disabled and you were actually helping them out around the house, but you're complaining about that. So the best thing for you to do is pack your little gear and get on down the road. It's a shame your parents had to take you to court in order to get you out. Normal people mm. would have just picked up a Smith and Wesson. <laughs> They gave him money to get started. They even sent him several letters to vacate, but the son says he was not given enough notice. Uh, Michael has a young son himself who he lost custody of within the last year, and now these parents have actually gone to the courts, and the verdict is that the judge evicted him. And I had a chance to speak with Michael moments ago. Here's our conversation. Michael, welcome. Hi. 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 Uh... Hi. So let me let me let me start with you're 30. Uh, right. The simplest question: Do you not want to find your own place? No. Why not? I don't want to live there anymore. I, you don't I, want to live I with your parents. I don't like living with. No. Um, uh, it's not. It's it's very tense. It's very awkward. It's uh, we have to um, you know we have to share space which, you know, may be the case with, with uh, where I would find myself afterwards, but um, I'd, I'd prefer to get out. Okay, so on the prefer to get out, let's rewind for a second, because it's my understanding you've lived, you know, at your parents' house, rent-free for eight years, and I know you do your own laundry, you buy your own food, but they asked you five times, please move out. Why couldn't you guys resolve this without the court? I would consider uh, much of uh, what they were doing to try to get me out as a tax and what I was trying to, I was just, uh, you know, res- mm-hmm. trying to preserve, uh, well, trying to do what's best for me, which is just, you know, let's try to be a little more reasonable. You know, I'll, I'll leave. I don't like living here, um, but I need, you know, I need reasonable time. And uh, as an example of this, the first um, notice that I received, the February 2nd notice, was basically, you have 14 days before you're outside in the winter weather. So the first thing I did when I got that was I, uh, I tried to, I made sure that that wasn't going to happen. I, I contacted the police department. I said, is this something that, you know, that this could happen? And they're like, no, you can, you just call us. That they can't do that. And I said, all right. And I was like, all right. 
And Michael, um, I'm listening to you. I really am. But let me just understand, because I hear you on your parents giving you notices. The fact that you were on national television talking about moving out of your parents' house. You tell me you want to right. move out of your parents' house. Why don't right. you just move out of your parents' house, like, tomorrow? Uh, I don't have the means to do that tomorrow. Okay. So, do you have a job? Uh, no. Are you trying to get a job? Because I, I read that one of the things your parents asked of you, there are jobs available even for those with a poor work history like you. Get one. You have to work. Are you working on that? Uh, I, have, um, I have plans to be able to provide myself with the income I need to support myself, but it's not something that's going to uh, come together uh, tomorrow. So I'm uh, I'm doing I'm trying to do what's best for me, and um, you know I do want to leave, and I want to leave as soon as possible. But you know it's not it's not tomorrow. I I don't think it should have to be tomorrow. And uh, but and, you want it to be tomorrow. It just isn't tomorrow because you don't have the means right. yet to make it tomorrow. Here, here's the next thing. Right. I mean, do you, you know, a lot of us have lived with our parents maybe a little bit longer than, than, we, than we wish we could. Please take a sip of your water. Uh, uh, do, do you not want privacy, Michael? I mean, do, no, you, do you not want you know, relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, friendships, space, not shared walls with mom and dad? I do want those things. Yeah. So your parents took you to court, if, though, uh, to force you out of, out of their home. And, and you sat there and right. you represented yourself, and you argued that you should have more time. I know that you, you, know, you wanted the six months, and I've heard you say, you know, ironically, by the time maybe you'll leave, it, it will be that six months. The court didn't side in, in your favor. Will you fight the court? Will you fight your parents on this? I'm going to send a letter that I've already prepared to my parents' attorney that says, if you, if you give me, if you uh, send an order to the court, it's a proposed order, that is uh, for three months, um, I, and uh, there's a possibility the court won't accept that, although I don't think that makes any sense. I'm not a lawyer. I don't really know. But you know, I guess the court can just can, can deny any proposed order that they like. Um, but uh, I would say that to the attorney, I'm saying to the attorney, if, if you put this uh, proposed order for three months in, or a proposed, uh, proposed order for three months in, I won't fight anymore for the, the case. And okay. the ironic thing is that if they had sent me the six-month notice to quit in February, it would have cost them zero dollars in, in legal expenses. So, okay, uh, yeah. legal expenses aside and time spent in court, I'm sure you're irked, I'm sure your parents are irked, but, you know, you only have one mom and dad. And I, and I understand right. that you are probably more upset than even you're letting on, but, but don't you want to reconcile with them? No. No, I don't. No. I mean, what, I mean, are you aware of the of the component of, regarding my son and about how I, I lost my visitation? Yeah. So right, right after that, they're like, well, we, you know, we want you to start doing. Don't worry about your your case, which was that took that's a full time job doing and setting up an appeal for uh, an order like that for custody and visitation. You know, what you need to do right now is get a full-time job and get health insurance or we're going to throw you out. And it was devastating to lose my son. And um, I, uh, I was just, uh, 
it really, okay. it, I was done with them. I was done with them after that. I was done with them after that point. My heart goes out to you on on the custody issue. Uh, sure. But the sure. other, the, la the last piece of this, though, Michael, and this is really my last question. There are a lot of people who have read about your story, and the, the thought bubble is, what is up with this millennial generation that you guys seem so entitled? What would you say to to those critics? I would say that I'm really not uh, a member of that of that demographic that they're speaking to, of that group. I'm a very conservative person. The millennials that they're speaking to are very liberal in their ideology. Um, but you're 30, so technically I think you are part of the millennial generation. I don't think there's a delineation right. between. You're, you're right. Um, but uh, when people speak to the millennials uh, and, their, and the their general nature as a millennial, they speak to more liberal leanings, in my opinion. So, do you, do okay. you disagree? Um, I don't think it's for me to disagree. I think a millennial is a millennial is a millennial based upon the, the year that you were born. Okay. But I think it's totally your opinion to say, you know, that, that doesn't uh, uh, apply to me. And, and with that, Michael Rotundo, I appreciate you coming on. I truly wish you the best of luck. And, and I am a millennial. And, and, yes, Michael. Right. <laughs> so that was one of the more thrill interviews we've uh, taken part of here in the last uh, little while, but I genuinely wish him and his parents luck. Let's move on. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, T. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know you got it's some. So Go ahead. <laughs> So, so, so I am a millennial, really, dudes. What's wrong with you? What is truly wrong with you? <laughs> oh my goodness! Now, <laughs> you know, number one, I don't care. It don't matter. It does not matter whether you are liberal or, or conservative or naked bird or left-legged hoe or whatever you want to call it, all right? Dude, get out your parents' house. They don't want you there. They want to walk around their house naked, okay? They don't want you there any longer. You don't have a grandson with you, so you, you have no need to be in my house. I'm sorry. You know, and, and you know, Here's the other thing that really, really, really upsets me now. I, I'm not joking now. He putting everything on his son. Now, probably if you had a job, you know, and was contributing some money to whatever, you think he probably still have custody and his parents would be a little, a little bit more understanding. But right now you don't have a job. You ain't been doing that. You lost custody of our grandson. We don't get to see our grandson anymore. Honestly, why are you still here? And then the time when I was talking about, I need three more months. No, dude, if you would have got a job, the head time you could have been at the house. You know what I mean? Oh, I can move out, but I'm not. I'm not prepared yet. So what that tells me, you're counting he's on not, the lawsuit. He's not gonna move out. That's what it tells you. He has no plans to move out. 
He doesn't want a job. Yeah. You know, he's talking about he's trying to work out the finances. How are you trying to work out the finances with no job? He's counting on the lawsuit he's filed against Best Buy. Like, he's really going to win now. You know, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. So, so what, what it didn't say in the article what he spent the $1,100 that his parents gave him to move out with. I don't think they gave it to him because he didn't move. They did. They did. They gave it to him. But he, it says in the article that he spent it on other stuff, but it didn't say what. Well, then, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, can't, I couldn't find that. I couldn't find that piece of it. I don't know. Maybe he spent it on uh, illegal fees to fight his parents. Maybe that's what he spent uh, it on. Of course, that's speculation on my part. Kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, now let's, 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 let's put a little perspective here. Okay, I do understand that there are times when, you know, you have to let your child come back, especially struggling or something – Tragic happens, you know, beyond their control, and they need to, you know, come back for a little bit. See what I'm saying? For a little bit. Or they move in to help you take care of an alien parent, you know, or, you know, an alien spouse or something like that. I can understand that. But in this instance, none of that, none of that applies here. Help me if I'm wrong now. None of that applies here. The only saving grace he had was, he, he, you know, his grand, their grandson. But he lost custody of that, of him. I shouldn't say that, of him. He lost custody of his grandson. So the parents like, why are you still here then? Why are you still here? I don't know. I don't know. You got to, he had his own bedroom, so basically he lived in his bedroom, I guess. I, do you where where is the logic here? Please help me because I may be missing it. <laughs> I may be missing it. I don't know if I'm missing it too much though. Help me, D. Am I missing anything? Uh, no, you're 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 not you're not missing anything. It's just the fact that that um he don't want to move. That's just it. And he want to, you know, okay. some people, some people, you know, they're going to do the easiest thing it is to do with, like I said, no responsibility and no accountability. You know, okay. Cuz, am I missing something here? All right, y'all. If y'all want to comment on something? Maybe I missed the point here of this guy being there that long and his parents putting him out. Let me know. Three four seven eight I, I, I say he need to go on and get the heck out of his parents' house, okay? Now, hey, everybody likes to walk around the house naked every now and then. Okay. Now, even if you're old folks. All right. <laughs> That's not a, a pretty sight, but hey. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, moving right along. Woo! The next two are hot, man. The next two are hot. I don't know where to begin. Um, which one, P? National anthem or Morgan Freeman? 
you know, asked him why he was in the store. He said, I had to run in real quick and get out, 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 out. And now, all of a sudden, the, the officer goes, back up. You're you, you in my face. But wait a minute. The cop walked up on him. Now, here's where it really gets interesting. All of a sudden, you know, they hit that little walkie-talkie. I need an additional car at whatever location they were at. Right? Now, <laughs> not one car, not two cars, not three, five, four, five cars come screaming around the corner. So now you got this black guy, tall black guy, driving a Mercedes, coming out of snow late at night with a dark hoodie on, a chain around his neck, and you got all these cops standing strategically around him. Now, if y'all never realize that anytime law enforcement come around, they strategically surround you. And, and they do this. They strategically surround you. Okay? In preparation to take you down just in case you make a wrong move. So he's standing there talking to to the guys, you know, he's talking to the officers and you know, they were basically going back and forth. And then, you know, there's always just one gun-hole individual that all of a sudden wants to attack. And then he just got out of hand from there. You know, they tased the guy. Uh, he had a passenger in the car. I think it was a girlfriend or yeah, it was a woman. You know, and she's just sitting there like, you know, I'm scared to move. You know, and, of course, you know, once they tased him, what did they do? And once he laid on the ground, they go and search the car. She's still sitting in the car. And they search in the car. Like, okay, I know he got some drugs or something, a gun or something illegal in here. So, and I'm, I'm giving you this example, and that video is on the show's website. I'm giving you this. It's about 30 minutes long. Just to tell you, that is what the protest is about right there. That kind of treatment. Because we all know if that had been some... Caucasian individual, okay, it appears, okay, well, next time, make sure you, you park in the correct area or give me a warning or give me a ticket and let me be on my way. Simple, simple. But this is not what happened because why? He was a black man driving a Mercedes with a hoodie on his, a dark, it was a black, looked like it was black hoodie on his head. And he's walking out of the store late at night. So something had to be going on. And to top it off, the cat that stopped him wasn't even in a patrol car. He was in a patrol van. <laughs> so uh, this is what the, the NFL protests were about, the mistreatment of, uh, of people of color. That's what the protests, it had nothing to do with the flag or the anthem. Heck, I don't like standing for it myself, but I was in the military. I groaned every time I had to stand for that son of a gun. Do you, you know, it's amazing. And the thing is, do you know how much blood and destruction that so-called anthem and flag have on it? But you want to respect that? Well, let's make it equal. Since you, we have to stand and respect the national anthem of the United States, let's play the black national anthem, the Air Force is saying at every game, and require everybody to stand for 
that as well. How much how much happiness do you think that would give? Why we got to stand for that? That's not out that's exactly what would be said, right? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. So once again, the false narrative has been perpetrated enough to where now you have a whole league that basically took the easy way out. I mean, the league is what, 585% African-American anyway. You know, so let's appease our sponsors and, and the idiots in Washington. But at the same time, let's make our players think that we're on their side too. Now, the only one who stood up for their players at all was the Jets owner, who said, heck, I don't care. They can do what they want to. If they get by, I'll pay it. And he was done with it. Now, we know there's a knucklehead up in, 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 in Dallas that put out way before time. They will stand. What is wrong with this country? What is missing here? Where is the common sense and the understanding that there is a problem? But no one wants to talk about it. You change the false, make it to a false narrative. You talk around it. You play with it. But you don't want to talk about the issue, although the issue is happening on a daily basis. Not just rich athletes. Young men walking down the street. Kids outside playing, minding their own business, getting stopped and harassed. Why? What? What? Rich white kids get to get on drugs. Oh, we got to do something about that. Let's save them. Let's send them to rehab. You weren't standing about crack. And y'all brought that mess in our neighborhood. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. See, I don't. I, I ain't mean to go that far with that, but it's the truth. It's the truth. But nobody wants to talk about that. You remember that time Bill Gates? I mean, not Bill Gates. Yeah, those names: Dale Gates, Bill Gates, the black professor that got arrested for trying to get in his own house. Yep. You know, recent recent calls. The what, San Francisco, lady called the police because black people out there barbecuing. Yale or somewhere, a student called on another black student because they were sleeping in the mud. But they live there. But nobody's realizing that is what's going on? Duh. So it has nothing to do with a flag or an asshole that nobody knows the second and third stanza to anyway, that if you did, you wouldn't be saying it. That is the issue at hand, people. That is the issue at hand. And Colin Kaepernick himself explained it, what his reasoning was behind it. But that got pushed right to the side like this man didn't say a thing. Don't say love train. Huh? Where, where is it? 
Because there's love train off the tracks like a summer gun. Where is it? Where, where, where is it? Go ahead, P. I'm done. Go ahead. Hey, that was, that was enough said right there. <laughs> what else is there to tell me? <laughs> you <know? laughs> so you're... <laughs> I understand. You're a little rusty right now, so I understand. Okay. You, no, no, no. I need, you, you're cleaning up for me. I, I, I mean, you know, that's enough. Wow, some things don't need to be cleaned up. That's the problem right there, trying mm. to clean up what mm. was never messed up. The man was protesting mm. because of the mistreatment of black folks, men and women, by police officers. But then you want to cover this up and make an excuse like it's okay. You know, and that's been the narrative of this country, you know, from its roots. It's okay to loot, abuse, you know, kill, maim, whatever, you know, people of color and those different than the Caucasian race, and we can pay you off, make an excuse for it, you know, and you'll be all right. See, the message is, the underlying message is, and always has been, and which people really don't want to relate to and people don't want to understand is that their belief is this is their country. It never has been. It never will be a melting pot for some people. Now, I'm not saying everybody feels that way, but that is the underlying belief. And in every system, every time um, something comes up or there is a conflict of this sort, the narrative always has to be changed. If they can't change the narrative, then they kill, then they kill and assassinate the, those who are speaking. Look at the Black Panthers. Look at Huey Newton. Look at Martin Luther. Look at Malcolm X. You know? See, so when 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 we're talking about this, hang on a minute, my computer went crazy talking. See, <laughs> when, when we're talking about this, you know, it 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 ruffles a few feathers because it causes them to look in the mirror and see the atrocities that they have caused not only in this country but all over the world mm. for ill-gotten gains. See? Mm. And, and nobody wants to nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody wants to stand up and tell the truth and recognize what this doggone flag truly represents. Mm. The blood of innocent people that has been shed all over the world. But you want to say the land of the free, the home of the brave. Who free? Who brave? When those in in authority with the badges and with the guns are constantly killing, raping, pillaging, and assaulting those who are they supposed to so-called serve and protect. Come on now. It ain't about a doggone flag, and if the gun show ain't about no stupid anthem. It's about showing people of color who is yet master and who is yet slave, who is yet in control. That's 
the dialogue we need to have. Well, like I said, I'm not saying this to anybody, but look look at the evidence. Look at the evidence set forth. See? You know, so no. No, we'll do this little bit to appease you, but as long as we pay you, you still got to do what we say. You don't have the right to protest on our field. You don't have the right to protest on our field. Well, let me ask you a question. Who the hell built those fields? Out of whose sweat and blood, tears and death were those fields and this country built on the back of? And still continues to be so to this day. You know, I'm just saying. If you really want to see the truth, if you really want to address the issues, let's sit to the table and address all of those issues. Y'all want to act like y'all so fearful of the black man. Oh, he's a threat. He's a threat. Since when? How is he a threat when he when he got to scratch and fight for everything that he earned, even for his own self-respect in his own household? What are you so, no, a better question would be, what the hell are you so afraid of? Why are you so so-called intimidated? Uh-huh. You know, I'm just saying, these are some questions that we have to ponder, you know? Yes. Yeah. Because if, if black men would really realize who they are and the power that they have, then they could really be a threat. Mm. But because of the persecution mm. that they have to mm. go through daily and the discrimination and the racism daily, mm. Mm. The fear of whether I'm going to make it home to my family The fear of whether, you know, I can go to this college and graduate and be successful Without having to deal with some conflict Mm. A false accusation See, we've always had to fight Twice as hard, but the black man ten times as hard. Just to hold his place in this country. Y'all might not want to acknowledge it, but it's the truth anyhow. And when we see injustices like this still being, still, even in this 2018, still being perverted upon them. What is there to say? People ought to be angry. They ought to be upset. Out of all those owners, only one said, well, hell, I'll pay the fine. Recognizing his players as men, as human beings, and not as objects to make money. Not a means to an end. That's sad. That's really sad. Yeah, sad is not the word, the word. You know, 
And as you were speaking, I can hear. I hear a whole lot of stuff going on in my head. I hear someone say, if you don't like it, leave the country. You know, you hear a lot of that now. Um, what is the other one? They can protest on their own time, just not on their employer's time or the owner's time, right? And here's, here's the good one right here. Here's the best one of all. Well, what about black on black crime? <laughs> you know, that's always got to be thrown in there, right? <laughs> what, about, what, 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 what about it? What about it? And then to top it off, and then to top it off, uh, you know, we we got 45, you know, up in D.C. that just continuously to purposely, purposely, you know, stir the the, the undertone of division that's that's all that's in this country. Yeah, he's stirring it up, stirring it up, and just putting it out there. Here, take this, take that, you know. And they're eating it up. They they, they swallowing their whole hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. But honestly, this is a conversation that needs to be had unsugar-coated. You know, where they don't need to be sugar-coated. Just put it out there like it is. And let, let's see if we can come up with some kind of solution. Well, we know we all these years we ain't come up with one. What makes us think we'll come up with not one right now, right? When everything is definitely going, quote unquote, back. You know what? And, and, and everybody who watched the quote unquote um, wedding of a century, you know, and the Britons and all that, it, it's amazing that um, the, 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 what was he? The, the preacher guy. What was his title? The bishop or whatever he was. The he said, I don't know. Yeah, well, anyway, he said it's interesting because look like they don't woke up Jim Crow again. <laughs> he said that. He said it. Now you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But until until. Everyone sits at the table and, and honestly takes a look at themselves and say, okay, look, this is what's going on, and how do we fix it? We're going to keep talking about it. We are. We're going to keep talking about it. Individuals are going to keep dying. Okay? And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. All right. Anything else you want to add on that? Man, time flying today. We just can't keep enough time. Anything else? Anything else? No. Ma'am? I, I ain't got no. I don't have anything else. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, we got to calm it down a little bit. Got to calm it down a little bit. Uh, Morgan Freeman, y'all. Morgan Freeman. Y'all go Morgan Freeman. You know, uh, what was he in the electric company? Easy Reader? Yeah. Easy yeah. Reader Electric Company. Uh, you know he's he's been God in the movies. Uh, he's been some everything. Well, he's the latest latest big time African American black star that has been accused of sexual harassment. His his ass for a Canadian company has been pulled. Um, Visa just pulled some some ads that he was doing for them. You know and. It's interesting because, yeah, we know Harvey Weinstein got arrested, whatever. Oh, wow, finally. But anyway, uh, the difference between them two is what Margaret Freeman has done, uh, been accused of doing, has been done in front of cameras, 
And none of it has been behind closed doors. None of it. And that, that makes it so interesting because now they're coming at him. I actually watched an interview where the woman stood, sat up there, talked to him. He was complimenting her, and she was just a giggling and rubbing her hair and all, thank you. That's what a single woman need to hear. Now, she's actually one of the ones that's actually accusing him of sexual harassment. So where does the double standard stop? Where? You know, I mean, really, people, how 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 much? How much? I mean, what? Here's some of the examples of some of the things that that he's been accused of. One, this girl here that was on CNN, she said that uh, Freeman subjected her to unwanted touching and comments about her figure, clothing, and on her daily, her clothing, on her daily basis. He would rest his hand on her lower back and rub her lower back. Kept trying to lift up my skirt, asking if I was wearing any underwear. He was—he never successfully lifted her skirt, his the skirt. He would touch it and try try to lift it. She would move away, then he'd try again. Alan Alkin, this during the um, what was the latest movie they made? Some movie. But yeah, I made a comment telling him to stop. And she said Freeman freaked out and didn't know what to say. Yeah, right. Uh, another person said a senior member of the protection staff on the movie, Now You See Me, said Freeman sexually harassed her and her female assistant on numerous occasions by making comments about their body. Okay, like I say, none of these the, the allegations happened in private, and they all happened in front of witnesses, even in front of cameras. And once again, I have um, copies, I mean, I have video, <coughs> excuse me, of some of these interviews on the website. I sure do. And I actually, I'm going to play you a clip right now of uh, him and uh, where he, he, was, he was being interviewed. And, you know, one of the things you, I think what we're learning from all of this is if you are I would say a man. Okay, if you are a man, a successful man, especially a successful black man, be careful what you say because you never know what's going to come back later and bite you in the butt. Okay? Now, I'm going to play something here, and I'm sure if this goes any further, you know, as far as where it went with Bill Cosby, you would be hearing this, this whole thing right here again, this whole little interview again. It's only two minutes long. But it's interesting. Listen to what Morgan is saying on this. I've always felt you're a, a natural ladies' man in the sense that women really love you. The women I know who know you adore you. And you always seem to have a, a natural affinity around women. Would you accept that? Yes, yes. I, I, I absolutely adore women. I just do. I, you know, I'm a mama's boy. I, I absolutely love women. Uh, but now, I also have... Uh, a, an abiding respect for them. I think that's that's what comes across more than you know. I'm not what you would call a ladies' man. No, you know? I'm not a real big skirt chaser. A small-time skirt chaser. There is a secret. I'll <laughs> tell you after the show. <laughs> Come on, what's the secret? 
Don't chase women. Really? They'll chase you. Is that your strategy? Yeah. Does it work? Works very well. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for saying this because... How do, so explore this technique for me. So what is the technique of letting them chase you? How do you make yourself known as potentially available? Just don't do it. Don't, you know, you, you meet a lady, you express to her how wonderful she looks or how you respond to the way she looks or whatever it is, and then go on about your business. And does it ever they're fail? Curious. You know, they're like horses in a pasture sometimes. <laughs> you walk into a pasture and the horse, horse sees you. He's coming over to investigate. And if you, if you see a lady and you, you don't go, you know, drooling all over her, she's going to want to know why. So you've, basically a lifetime of non-drooling has been a successful strategy. Yeah. Yeah, worth fine. Any other tips? Um, you, you need to have a, a large amount of respect for ladies. They, they respond very well to that. How are you dealing with being a single man again after a long time married? Uh, this has happened before. Mm. What happens generally is that uh, sort of like, oh, oh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> So then you're sort of at, you know, you're, 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 in, uh, you're in a good position, you know. So now, ladies. Okay, so, now, you heard what he said, right? Yeah. So, and I'm sure, like I said, you'll hear this again, probably over and over again. And it's funny because he said it. I'll probably get in trouble for saying this. Right? But honestly... Honestly, what woman doesn't like, well, I'm sorry. I forgot the age we're in now. I, I'm sorry. Women don't like compliments. You know, you know, uh, you know uh, I, I really encourage you to go on the, uh, the show's website and look at some of these videos and, and, and look at, think about some of the comments that's made on there. It, it's very interesting. You know, now I'm not saying going to be trying to pull up no women's woman's skirt or what have you. Of course, some of them will pull them up for you if you got the right amount of money anyway, but that's beside the point here. But what I'm saying is, come on, y'all. I mean, what? You can't say nothing anymore? If you don't like it, say it. You don't like it right then. Don't sit up there, smile, play with your hair, you know, giggle and carry it on. Say you don't like it then and, and correct it. You have to understand, back when these guys were coming up, that's what the, hey, they wouldn't say it was right, no, but it was the norm. Morgan Freeman had been around for, oh, ooh, for a while. 80 years. Yeah, 80 years. Eight. You know, and honestly, flirting or giving compliments, what's wrong with that? You know, if you just that feminist or you just that independent, you don't like it, just say it. Just say it then and be done with it. Don't come back. Turn, see, uh, oh, my goodness. Come back 18 years later and be talking about, well, you know, he did. No, no. you part of the problem because you should have corrected it. I'm serious. Okay, we got somebody with their hand up. Let's, let's, let's see what has to be said here. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Talk to me. You know who it is. You heard Joe. the buzz. Joe, what's going on, Joe? <laughs> hey, Eric. 
Hey. This Me Too movement's got my that's right, I can't curse on your show. It's got my bun in a bun. It's got my uh, my buttocks in a bun. <laughs> but the thing is, mm-hmm. all these people who are accused of some kind of sexual harassment or sexual impropriety, if they gave the female host a compliment, you know the female host of whatever show it would be, The View, The Chef, whatever show, Megyn Kelly, etc., they would all accept that compliment. Also, mm-hmm. do you remember the show, the Craig Ferguson show, the Late Show, Late Late Show, whatever? Uh, yep. It, it, yep. Right, I remember that. Every yep. female guest that came on, he complimented them to the to the hilt. You look great in that mm-hmm. dress. You are sexy. Did any of them mm-hmm. accuse him of any type of sexual harassment? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. All of it is a selective uh, prosecution and persecution of men. Because a lot of these women, they're being funded by, I think, Soros, if I remember what I read. Because I think he's funding mm-hmm. some of these movements in order to get, um, you know, some more discord amongst Americans. So these women, 18 years ago, 20 years ago, who, who were so-called sexually harassed. Now, that, that doesn't mean that now Bill Cosby's different. If he actually um, put the date rape drug... And the drinks of his um, of his victims, he's scum. But for a normal but, uh, man, that you can't mm-hmm. say scum. No, no, oh. no, that's not what I'm saying. What oh. I was about to say was, you know, what makes Bill Cosby different was during the time when he was accused of a lot of stuff. That was the norm, and I you cannot make me make me believe that all of them didn't know what was going on. Well, and no, number, I'm talking and about number the date two, Joe. Well, Quaaludes are not is not a date rape, rape drug. Quaalude, it's a drug, but it's not date rape. Right. right? It's a woman. Well, okay, I'm well not considered technically a date rape drug. No, but if a woman right. doesn't know that it's being administered to her, she wakes up and she finds her clothes disheveled. Well, um, that's yeah, not. Well, that's Joe, not, but say, mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that you're right, Joe. But in, in, in especially in the case with this Costasan lady. She asked what the pills were. You see what I'm saying? And she still took them. Well, that's not different. Not an excuse for Bill Cosby, but oh. you see what I'm saying. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> that's consensual. Yeah. Right. But that's what he just got convicted on. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I he, somebody. No, like I said, if he did and the women didn't know, then that's different. But if they took the, the quaaludes or whatever particular pills that they wanted to get high on, and then they accused him, they're lying. Then they're persecuting and prosecuting somebody just to get attention. But mm-hmm. for a normal man to be aggressive and to compliment you and then to be accused of sexual impropriety, that is something that women are attaching themselves to deliberately in order to create trouble. Because there isn't a mm-hmm. woman on this planet who doesn't like to be complimented. So if you're going to now turn around and after being complimented, start accusing people in the office of being um, sexually Im- um, improper, Go F yourself. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what I'm saying, Joe. You're right. I agree with you. I, my, even my co-hosts agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that right, T? You agree with yeah, you? Yeah, and hello to T, too. Um, I heard what you were, I heard what you were talking about. I'm, I agree with about 50% of what you said. 
as far as this issue goes, yeah, that's what I said earlier. You know, why is it taking two to three years for you to feel violated? The truth of the matter is that you didn't feel violated. Now you see a uh, 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 claim to 15 minutes of fame and, and a way to make money. Yeah. You know, you know. So you you really weren't offended because if you were offended, you would have did something about it then. And sixteen women and only eight of them said, you know, I'll see you. Sixteen women said, yeah, uh, he does that. Okay, we know he does that. Only eight of you offended. Come on now. This Maybe. has been the norm. This has been his character. So you weren't offended then. You giggled, you laughed, you kikied, and all of that other stuff that you did. You were flattered then. What happened to me? And you know what? I don't buy the story where women say, well, a lot of women are saying that, well, I was intimidated by his power, and if I had gone to HR, mm. they would have covered it yeah. up. Now, it seems no. like a legitimate excuse, but. No, 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 no. Not for everybody. Not for everybody, because if you really offended and, and you're a real woman, you're going to knock hell out of him. Get your freaking hands off of me. And that's, what I was a, that's what I was about to say. I have exactly. You know, I mean, it's now for some women they they don't have the character or the intestinal fortitude to stand up for themselves. You know, but it's just what I am saying is this: it's time out for playing the victim role. You know, you 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 such feminists and and, and you such more men than men can be. Then why, when it comes to this, you 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 you're so brittle and victimized. Mm. Stop the lies. Just stop the lies. And not only that, mm. I've got women in my family, very attractive women, who have a lot of guys, um, you know, buzzing around them. Uh, you know, when they were younger. <laughs> but they also <laughs> they also knew when to say, uh uh-uh. uh, and yeah. the men stopped. You know, they might not right. stop right away. They might have tried again, second or third time, because that's the way the culture was back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. But mm-hmm. when they said it, and they really, you know, they put their hands out, and they, you know, and they said to the, they grabbed the guy's hands, for example, and said, uh-uh, no more, stop. No third base, no mm-hmm. first base, no second. The guy understood. Right. Mm-hmm. Why can't a woman do that today? You're going to tell oh. me, just like what T was saying, you can't open up your mouth and, and firmly say, uh-uh. If you can firmly uh-huh. say, this man uh, this man molested me, this man was sexually imp- uh, improper, why can't you firmly say no, even if it takes no three times? And nowadays, it doesn't take no three times. With PC, you say no once, the guy backs off. Yep. Yep. So I'm not buying it. That's right. Not buying it either, Joe. I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, you're not the only one. Most men, well, I would say most men. There are a lot of men who are are buying it because they want to be gentlemen. They want to be, um, well, gentlemen, and they think that. Joe, 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 now, now, let's be honest, Joe. What do you used to call me? You probably still call me that sometimes. What you call me? The white knight. That's what you used to call me, remember? Yeah. So who more of a gentleman than I am? You see Ooh, <laughs> yeah, you got a point there. I forgot yeah. about uh, how you. you used to jump in Thank and protect them. Uh-huh. Right. But in this case, no. No. <laughs> no. So, uh, 
front of somebody, in front of the camera, sit down, get ready to do an interview. I mean, like, in fact, Mm-hmm. Right, so you got the hub going. Yeah. And I'm fact, sorry, I can't, I can't help it today. I can't fix it today. Okay. Uh, but I'll tell All you right. what, I'll, um, I'll, um, let me, let me but, hang up and I'll still listen to the other show. No, oh, okay. no, 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 because no, I want, no, 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 don't hang up. Um, look, because today I was watching ESPN and they had. Oh, I what I can do. I know. Let me, let me try this. Wait a minute, I forgot what phone I was on. Let me see if this works, Eric. Okay. Does that work? And uh, that's better. That's better. Yeah, that's better. And um, they had this African-American woman, NFL Live, and she was turned, the way she was turned, everybody else was seated under the table. But the way she was turned, you know, she had a little a dress on that came up about mid-thigh. You know, she had some nice thighs on her. And the way she was facing the camera, the only thing you could say was, wow. You, you know what I mean? So, with, and I thought about it, I say, wow. Just imagine... Oh, you, you know, brought up a good point. Face to face with her, you know, sitting face to face with her, and what what are you supposed to say? It's out there in front of you, you know. But I'm not supposed to say anything. I'm not supposed to look because I sit straight up and I look straight ahead, right? No. Uh huh. Uh-uh. I'm a man. I love women. Okay. <laughs> what is wrong with that? There's you know? nothing wrong Go with ahead, it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. If I'm going to talk, you're going to hear the buzz. But when I stop talking, I'm putting myself okay. on mute, and right. that turns no off the buzz. Okay, thanks. Okay. Um, no let, me say this, let me say this briefly. When you take a look at the pictures of Lindsay Lohan, who I consider to be one of the most beautiful chicks in the world at one time, and also a victim of Hollywood, uh, Paris Hilton, um, Michelle, uh, Nicole Richie, and who else was part of that damn group? Um, what's her name? Uh, oh, Britney Spears. And they have pictures of all these chicks coming out of cars with no underwear on, showing their snatch. Mm. People just talk, you know, they gawk and they stare, and then that's the end of it. But if a man, right. as you were saying, starts looking at it, all of a sudden, he's the perpetrator? Give me a mm-hmm. break. Good point. Good point, Joe. Good point. I, <laughs> I have nothing else to say about that. Pete, what you got to say? Hey, that's a very good point. You and that's what I said. You know, that's the norm of Hollywood. You know, but now you want to victimize this man because you you acquiesce to this behavior. In other words, you accept it, and now it's an issue. No, it's not an issue. It's just time for your fifteen minutes of fame, you to draw the Me Too moment for another black man, eighty years old, to come out and and, and be harassed by. What y'all say, you know, happened three, five, ten, however many years ago. And nobody was offended until Bill Cosby got convicted. So let's see, can we do it again? Let's see, can we get another one? Well, not only that. You know, and and it's just, it's utterly... And I'm speaking as a woman. I, I don't care. I know people are saying, well, they we No, 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 no. Women know mm-hmm. what the hell they do. They know what uh-huh. they do to entice men. So, what, like in this in this article, they say, well, we knew not to wear tight clothes or anything that showed our bodies around him because he would make comments about your body, about our bodies. Of course he would if you're putting it up there. Mm. T, let me disagree <laughs> for a second. You know, and that's with, 
And as for fact, I think women, unless they're showing their breasts off in, um, in a corporate world, they should be able to wear anything they want. If I'm the not culture... saying that they can't. I'm not saying that they can't. Uh-huh. They, chose, they said that we can't wear tight stuff because uh, Morgan Freeman is going to say something if we show cleavage or if our clothes are tight. He makes comments about our bodies. Right, and what I'm what I'm saying is they should be able to wear it around Morgan Freeman, and if he starts making, I mean, really lewd compliments, I'm not talking about oh you look nice in that uh, very tight fitting dress, but if he starts making lewd compliments, then the woman should say you know, I appreciate what you're, you know what you're looking at, I appreciate your compliments, but I'd rather you wouldn't say it that way. They can speak exactly. up. Exactly. 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 Rather than waiting two, three years later to go public with stuff that you claim offended you. I remember when I was in the service years ago, and there was this guy. He was from New York. He was um, some Italian guy, and he was a sergeant. And he was um, really coming on to my mentor, who was a, a female. She handled herself pretty well, but the guy was really out of line. He, he started saying stuff like, um, uh, you, you know, you should really, it was, it was more really heavy sexual innuendo. And then he finally said, because the girl was, um, not the girl, she was, uh, you know, over 40, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yes, but a girl. yeah, there's not a girl anymore, but the girl, you know, she still, she was she was um, Polish. No, she was. Uh, oh, she married a, a Polish guy, and she was Irish. So what he finally said, which was really crude, was, "Oh, so you're Polish by injection?" And you know, and then he started saying something like, "You know, I'm the big wheel around you." You know what she said? And this was so cool. This is years ago. I still remember. She said, "You know what dogs do to to wheels, don't they?" <laughs> <laughs> they piss on you know? Right <laughs> You know But I mean That kind of stuff is really sexual harassment But when you give a woman a compliment Even if you're kind of leering behind the compliment The woman can still say Stop Now yeah. you know, Even though she didn't tell this guy stop publicly I think he might have done something like One time after And after that No more Because I don't, you know, the women of my family, they don't take this kind of stuff. Well, one did. One was really sweet, but outside of her, the other women of my family, they they didn't take this kind of stuff. You know, so right. I, I'm always thinking if, if my mother, my aunt, my cousins don't take it, why in the hell are other women allowing themselves to take it? So in right. a way I can't identify with it, but until I have, I do have another cousin who was taking crap from what you call, you know, the male version of scum. But yeah. uh, I understand that, Joe. I, <laughs> you know, I understand that. Uh, yeah, uh, I definitely understand what you're saying on that one. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, yeah. That's not to say there are women who do take crap, and then men will pour it on the more that they get away with. But you can't convince right. me that the vast majority of men are just scum. We're just men right. who want to get to know you, like what we see, tell you we like what we see, and you know yeah. we respond to the way women treat us. 
but you know, yeah. right. You know, but that's 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 the not the not the way to do it these days. So, you know, just walk by way and keep going. <laughs> well, that's it. I keep going, but I don't like PC. I mean, if I feel uh, a woman will accept a compliment, then I'll give her a compliment. But I don't usually give uh, right. women that I don't know that well compliments. You know, I have to know you, not because I'm afraid of PC, but because there are women who just don't know how to handle compliments at times. Sometimes they go overboard and they think that you're really trying to come on to them. And there are women who just say, who don't react. You know, and so if you're not going to get right. a response, we're going to get a slightly negative response. You know, I'll wait until I get to know you, then tell you. So then you know, you know me. You know that the compliment is sincere, and that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great points, Joe. Great points. All right. Yeah, thank you. We got to get up out of here. <laughs> we got to get up out of here. Oh uh, man, I tell you. Oh. I wish we did were doing the show, but we can continue this conversation. Maybe next Friday then. Oh man. But yeah, it's time to go. All right, Joe, since you're on the line, give me some final words, man. You know, All right. Well I'd like great If you want to uh, you can get a, a conversation again on this topic and I'd be there. You there there are people, uh, either on BTR or people that you know that take the side of the females. Car blanche. They just, you know, they just accept it hook, line, and sinker. I like to have them on the show right. so I can quiz them and find out where their mentality is at. So I can say, so you believe that the men, just like you, you're a man, I'm a man, that all of us are animals and all we want when we compliment a woman is just to get into her pants, not because we're gentlemen. I want to destroy them. I want them to wake up. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I think we may retouch this again next Friday, but I don't think it be <laughs> for the purpose of you to destroy them. But it would oh, be interesting to, to get. It would be interesting to have um, another side point of view, I guess, the opposite thought yeah. process. Oh yeah. Because we know how the three of us think about it, you know. But what about you know those that are against it? Good point, Joe. I think we will schedule that for next Friday because we won't be on the air this Monday. So, yeah. What you think, Pete? Good idea? Yeah, I think so. So it shall be done. All right. Should make for for interesting conversation. Yeah. Yeah, except that uh, you're the kind of guy that always could jump in. This kind of conversation will become heated. (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, yes and no, yes and no. I I I, I control it though. I I take care. Of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> only only certain people will become heated. Other than that, everybody else just have a a decent conversation. But yeah, we we'll do that, Joe. So next Friday. Look, look, Sounds good look to me. Look forward to you being here. All right. Those are your words. That's, that's your last words right there. Words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, those are my words of wisdom because this, this is all, you know me, we've known each other for about five or six years. This kind of topic has always bugged the hell out of me. Where women are getting away I know, with murder. Right? Yeah. You know, and not to say that there aren't men who are scum. There are plenty of men who are scum, but not all of us, right, and I don't right. even think the majority right. of us. Thank you. Right. I, I agree 100%, Joe. All right. Thanks, Joe, and we'll see you next Friday. Oh, See you Lord. next week, and everybody have a good weekend. You, Eric, UT. All right, bye bye. All right, bye bye.
All right, listen, let's see. I know who this is. All right, Mage, let's make it quick. How you know it was me? I was wondering if y'all was one of them Russian spies. We haven't heard of them since they, caught, I mean, started investigating. One of them tra- <laughs> Russian football boys. <laughs> you, you know why his phone is, you know why his phone is echoing? Because if you have two phones on, your on for one of them going to echo. So if you use one phone, he won't have to worry about the other one echoing in the, on the line when you are talking. So that's what's wrong with his phone. Are you talking to Joe? Oh, okay. Yes. Well, Joe, you know, Joe has always had that home, so there's nothing new. I know why he has it. He knows why he has it, so it's okay. Yeah, I think he belongs, I think okay. he belongs to that Russian soul farm, though, because uh, we haven't heard from him. I've heard from him. Huh? Yeah. I've heard from him mm-hmm. often. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's good. Okay. <laughs> All right, babe. You, <laughs> you have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. How you know it's me? Yeah, I know. Some things are just predictable. All right. So, P, we going to get up out of here. Go ahead. Hit me with the inspirational. You know what? I got a poem, but I don't know. It's called The Soldier. I got a poem. It's called The Soldier. Uh-huh. And it may be inspirational to some. It may not be, but it will cause you to think. It was written by Rupert Brooke Book. Um, uh-huh. uh, it doesn't say when he wrote it, but his lifespan was 1887. And he died in 1915. He said, if I uh-huh. die, he said, if I should die, think only this of me, that there's some corner of a foreign field that is forever England, that there shall be in that rich earth a richer dust concealed, a dust whom England bore, shaped, made aware, gave once her flowers to love, her ways to roam, a body of England's breathing English air, washed by the rivers, blessed by sun's home. And think this heart, all evil shed away, a pulse in the eternal mind will live. Give somewhere back the thought by England given, her sight and sound, dream happy as her day, and laughter learnt of friends and gentlemen in hearts of peace under an English heaven. And that was called The Soldier. Written All right. about his homeland, England. Never heard of that place. Never been there. No, I'm joking. Great job. <laughs> Great job. I know. Cut it out. Cut it out. Stop playing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, P. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to get up out of here. It's been a good one, uh, as always. Man, I tell you, when we get to talking about some good stuff, it seems like time just flies by. I mean, it just rolls by quickly, too. So, but we covered everything we wanted to talk about today, P, so that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a that's good a thing. Good thing. We, did we did it. It was heated for a moment, yeah. though, you know. It, it was, you of know. Course. But, you know, that's, that's so, what we do. You know, yeah, you know, sometimes you need that passion, you know, to, to, get, to, to make it, to get that passion in. Because sometimes you just can't talk about lolly dolly and the lolly dolly, and, you know, and it be okay. Because, no, everything is not okay. It's not oh, a yeah. need that passion. Yes, and I found the answer to your question. Doris Miller uh, did not see, receive the Medal of Honor. He received uh, what was called the Navy Cross. 
which was the third highest. It was not the highest. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, well, he should have received the highest. Him. But anyway. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, ma'am. And you have a All great right. weekend as well. All right, y'all. Let's get up out of here. Huh? What you playing? All right, let's get up out of here. I, I don't know yet. I'm playing I'm playing some parliament. Tell me what I'm going to play. I'm going to play some parliament today. Knee deep. Okay. Because right now, society is knee deep in you know what. Because they just ain't got their mind right. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, we won't be on the air Monday, y'all. We're going to take Monday off and, you know, um, to enjoy. I, enjoy may not be the, the right word, but to observe Memorial Day and, um, you know, because I do have some friends that was lost, you know, in, in, in skirmishes. So, thought I'd, you know, take care of that. But we'll be back next Friday. And we already know what the show is, huh? Compliment versus harassment. No, compliment or harassment. See, I already got the title for the show. So, hey, bring it on, man. Women, men, and we want to hear from all of you next Friday for sure. For sure. Because, ha, <laughs> ha, it be just because uh, it's gonna be a good. One. It's gonna be a good. One. All right. Um, if you have anything else you 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 want to um, pass along to us, don't forget you can email us at ericletstalk at gmail dot com. That's e r i c l e t s t a l k at gmail dot com or p ross at p as in papa dot leona dot ross twenty four at gmail dot com. Okay. Um, also, we have uh, the show's website is updated. We got uh, we'll be updating a few more items on there probably between tonight and tomorrow. So that'll be up and running for you. We have um, the Sterling Brown arrest in Milwaukee earlier this week. Uh, we got a few uh, videos of Morgan Freeman doing interviews where he supposedly was saying inappropriate things. Uh, I mean, we have we have a lot quite of stuff, and hopefully we can get the Rachel Dolphins. Y'all know the lady in Seattle, Washington, the Spokane, Spokane, Washington. I'm sorry that was portraying to be black, but actually was white. Well, we're gonna try and put her documentary on the website between today and tomorrow as well. So there's a lot that's gonna be on the website. So y'all go and check it out, okay? That's www.ericletstalk.com, and uh, yeah. So there's a lot going to be on there. Check it out. They give you something to think about between now and next Friday. Look at it between now and next Friday. All right? So uh, my inspirational saying before we get out of here is simple. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. You want me to say that again? Because I know some of y'all missed that. Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. That's all I got for you, man. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation to give us open heart, but make sure you be giving yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, because if you laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right, so we're going to until next Friday. Next Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 to 12 Pacific. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. For me and my co-host, Pete Ross, we're going to say have a good one. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your next week. See you next Friday. Take y'all out here with some real parliament, man. Knee deep. Later. Peace. Bye-bye.
never missing a beat, yeah. Boy, was it neat, yeah. Not just me, she was totally neat when she did the freak with me. Never missing a beat, yeah. Didn't work, no. It wasn't fucking no Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.